0: I'm Eric Vernon. And I'm Kevin Baldwin. And together we are
1: Baldwin and Vernon. (laughs) Kevin, tell the folks how we first met. Well, this is actually kind of funny. It sounds like a bad sitcom. Uh, What happens when a former prosecutor and a former public defender team up? Hilarity ensues. In reality, what happened was I was an assistant prosecuting attorney in Clay County, Missouri, and assigned to the courtroom where I did most of my prosecutions was Eric Vernon as a public defender. And unlike a lot of times on TV where you see them at each other's throat and things like that, we actually had a pretty good relationship against each other. Now, the thing about that is is I wanted to win, but then so did Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we both won and, and lost a few. We did. And it's one of those things where uh, I developed a, uh, a strong sense of respect for him. And also I recognize uh, good luring when I when I see it. Uh, when you can see another lawyer and you know that the... That the business that they're doing and the work they're engaged in is both ethical and it's strong representation of their client, a good basis of knowledge in the law. Uh, I had planned on leaving the prosecutor's office to open my own practice, and I knew that I was going to need a partner. And that situation, uh, I saw how Eric was conducting himself and the way in which he represented his clients. Now, as a public defender, his clients were indigent clients in need of public representation. And a lot of times people think, well, those aren't good lawyers because they're the free government lawyers. In reality, what they were getting is some of the best legal defense that they didn't even understand they were getting. But I knew it because when Eric Vernon told me something, when he came to me with a criminal file and said, hey, look, you got a problem, Kevin, and this is your problem on this case. you got a bad search here. Eric just didn't pop off with that. When he came to me, he came with guns blazing. He would say, look, your cop says this, that's not true, here's what's in the report, here's what the video shows. And so when Eric Vernon showed up in my office and told me I had a problem with the case, I believed him. Now the funny thing about that is, I knew that that is somebody I wanted to be a partner with because their word meant something. And even today, now that was years ago, that was back early in the 2000s, and we've been together more than 16 years now. And since that time, his reputation's only grown, and during that time also, he still has that same benefit. He can walk into a prosecutor's office, not just an assistant prosecutor, but an elected prosecutor, and say, you have a problem with your case, and here's what it is. And here's how I think this can be resolved, or this is something we need to look at and address. And he gets that response. Judges will believe him when he tells the judge, Judge, you need to take this into consideration. Or this is what I'm telling you, Judge. Oftentimes, judges will believe Eric Vernon because over the course of his uh, practice, he has developed a reputation of being forthright, honest, prepared, and a damn good lawyer. Well, well so thank I'm pr- you,
0: Kevin. And I'm, pr- I- I'm
1: proud to have him as my partner. And I'm say- I have to say
0: right back at you, brief, <laughs> brief story. Kevin actually witnessed me one time when a... Um, A police officer, actually, I think it was the police chief of some little town up north, suggested that I was showing him a a forged document.
1: That's right. We actually had an order from a judge <laughs> allowing us entry into a uh, into an apartment to gather some materials and evidence on behalf but, of our client. But that was such a big deal to me that,
0: that Kevin watched me. I started whipping out all my bar. I'm like, I've got a Missouri bar card. i got the Supreme Court of Kansas, the Supreme Court of Missouri, the Supreme Court of Illinois, the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Oh, and by the way, before that, I served under the pleasure of three different presidents in the as an officer in the Coast Guard, and I swore an oath, and by golly, this is impossible
1: important to me. <laughs> it actually made the police chief take a step back and go, okay, wait a minute here. Because what the police chief was accusing us of was actually would have been a crime. And I will tell you this. Uh, sometimes officers, they let their mouths run away, not understanding the law or the implications of what they're saying. Now, that did yeah. get resolved. Yeah, that did get <laughs> it resolved. did get resolved. Now, now likewise, so when when Kevin and I
0: both went into private practice and we, and we talked about getting together, I have to say... You know, all those things that Kevin said about me and professionalism and, and the respect, those all are true. But Kevin also has this additional thing of he is, in the courtroom, the, the most creative and, and the most energetic and fun-loving um, lawyer, trial lawyer I've ever met. And and those things we both have we both have different characteristics and different strengths that we bring to the practice, um, and we love trying cases together because of that because we have we have different points of view, you know. I spent some time as a mid level manager, so sometimes when we're <laughs> sometimes when we're when we're preparing a case, like I can see things from the other side's point of view, which then helps us you know attack that point of view really
1: absolutely one of the things interesting things is and i'll I'll just say eric came from a very excellent background fantastic parents uh he went to a military academy served in the united states coast guard uh as an officer in charge of men aboard a ship uh and he has all that experience it's a wealth of experience Uh, in opposition to that is i had a little tougher upbringing and I've worked factory jobs. I've worked on a line. I've worked in a chicken processing plant. I have driven a truck for a living. Everything I had to do to put myself through school that gives me the perspective of the employee, of the work-a-day clock-punching guy just trying to do the best he can to earn as much money as he can for his family. And so when folks come into us, we have that unique perspective of having been there both you know in the military service and having to put up with bosses who were bad but by gosh they were your superior so you had to do what they said versus dealing with people in the workplace who always don't follow policies and procedures and so we look at those situations apply our own learning through life other cases that we've been uh, exposed to and we try and come up with the best path forward for our clients one time
0: I came into Kevin's office, and he was on the phone, and he had the speakerphone on, and he was talking to opposing counsel. And, and the opposing counsel they were had never talked to, had never worked with Kevin before, and they were kind of feeling each other out, trying to get an idea what kind of relationship they were going to have as this, as this case went forward. And, and this other lawyer, I heard this other lawyer say to Kevin, are you going to file um, this motion to compel, or I don't remember what it was, some motion. And Kevin leaned back and laughed and said, No, I don't I don't spend my time on motions. I spend all my free time thinking of ways to entertain juries. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And and, and, and and it and it's absolutely true. And you know, war story time. Yeah. We had a we had a recent uh, a r- recent jury trial where after about four hours of war dire, Kevin announced to the jury that he was done. And the, and the jury applauded
1: him. And they didn't applaud because I was done. They actually applauded because they were having a good time. They were time. having a good time. It made the opposing counsel just furious. Yeah. What I actually said was, I said, because a lot of times in Vaudire, I'm asking questions. but And I've I've had one judge tell me, oh, here comes Kevin. It's time for the Donahue show. Where I'm running around asking questions. And I'll say, oh, that, that really? Well, Mr. Smith, what do you think about what Mr. Jones just said? Because you seem to be shaking your head, and and that seems to mean something to you. And they'll talk too. And so we get a lot of that, and sometimes there's jokes that come up. And so they generally, uh, I try to make sure that the folks are both uh, entertained, uh, are not put to sleep, uh, but also it's a good experience for them. Because a lot of times, this is the first experience they have with the judicial system is being called in as a juror. So I got done with it, and I looked out at, I looked out at the uh, veneer panels, what you generally call them. I looked out at these 100 folks and said, and that, ladies and gentlemen, brings the Vodair portion of our show to an end. And they started laughing, Hurray! and opposing counsel just well, wanted to kill me. And by the way, it's kind of funny.
0: You, you need to know, rest assured, we take these cases seriously. Absolutely. But it's funny that opposing counsel always, whenever, whenever Kevin's done with Vodair, Opposing counsel, because they go second, because we're the plaintiffs, and Kevin, and they're the defendants, and defense goes seconds, and they always stand up and they almost without fail say, "Now I'm not going to be as entertaining as Mr. Baldwin, (laughs) because we take this case seriously." Yes. Well, rest assured, so do we. In fact, the other thing you know, we talked about. We we have different personalities, we have different backgrounds, different perspectives, And, and when you come into the office, you know, you may think you may meet with Kevin or you may meet with me, depending on what kind of case it is or depending on who's there when when you come in. And you may feel like Kevin's my lawyer, or Eric's my lawyer, but bottom line, all our clients are both of our clients. And we share, you know, two brains is always better than one, I think. And we, Absolutely. We, we're we always talking about our cases and, and talking about different angles and talking about motions. And we work together
1: quite a bit We on, on all our cases. And you have to welcome the other perspective. A lot of times I'll be working on a problem and he'll suggest something. Boom. Or Sylvia, our associate, will come in and she'll suggest something. One well, of my favorite most reasons is we had something come up where... Uh, opposing counsel kind of did a kind of did something we'd never seen before where they actually filed a, we're in state court and yet they filed a federal action at the same time trying to drag us into federal court w- completely separate from the case that we had and based upon the fact that the person they represented was part of our case but they took this one person and filed a federal case with them and then named our our people as defendants and we uh, for it was an issue called standing technical issue but we had three lawyers with over you know 40 years of experience sitting there trying to chew on this, and in walks our assistant Wendy, and Wendy's been our assistant for almost 10 years now, and very smart woman, understands employment law almost better than some lawyers. She walks in, doesn't even sit down or think, Here's what the problem is, and goes, why don't you just dismiss the individual out of your state case? That robs him of the standing to be in federal court. Turned on her heel and left, and sat left three lawyers sitting there going. Okay, that's <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So it's a team effort. When you hire one, you hire all. When you go to trial, it's not just me, it's not just Eric, it's a team effort. It's everybody in, all hands on deck, and we're gonna work to win your case. What else can we tell them about our, our origin story? Um, it just, it's different because people don't expect it. Um, People always think that you're going to be the more freewheeling guy because you were the public defender, and, everything, and that I'm going to be the staunch, stuffy guy because I'm the prosecutor. And in reality, it's kind of the reverse. That, that is true. Uh, Eric Eric also brings an important thing to it, which is he's my Eeyore. And when I say that, is he's the guy who says, "Oh, this case is tough. This case. It doesn't matter the case we've had. We've had cases where we've won millions of dollars for clients." And beforehand, I'm all like, "Oh, this is is a great case." And Eric's like, "I don't know. You got these problems." But the important part of that is he sees the problems, and if he can see the problems and bring them to my attention, I can find a way around the problems. Which, by the way, for the for the folks that call us, don't worry about the problems. We'll figure out we'll figure out
0: the problems, and we'll figure out the answers to the problems. There is no perfect plaintiff, right?
1: Yeah, there's no (laughs) perfect case. It happens. You know, we've had, we had a case where uh, you know, during trial, they decided to accuse our female client of having an affair with her supervisor. And, and I knew that this uh, particular opposing counsel was famous for doing that because it's a shock. And a lot of times lawyers think, oh, if, if something comes up and I don't know the answer to that question, I'm not going to ask that question. Well, that's not what Eric and I do. What we do is if we see it, we know it's a lie, we attack the lie. Because if a person has lied on the stand and they they just come up with this lie or they think that's good enough, just throwing that thing out there, throwing that bomb in the middle of everything, we track it back. Okay, you want to say that? Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you found that out. And I spent the next 20 minutes going through it and I exposed it as a lie. And when the jury came back with their verdict, one of the reasons why they gave us a fantastic punitive award was because the fact that that boss would take the stand and throw out an accusation like that, that the jury then believed was a complete lie. This is Kevin Baldwin. This is Eric Vernon. And we are Baldwin and Vernon. And you can call us with any questions that you might have regarding employment law or criminal matters at 816 1102. That's 816
0: 842 1102. Or you can Google us, www.baldwinvernon.com, or just Google Kevin Baldwin, Eric Vernon, Kansas City Employment Attorneys. And uh, you can also talk to Wendy or Sylvia in Spanish. Thank
1: you.